On today's episode, we're going to be talking about finding springs in your desert on Soul Zero Two. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is a podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And I'm so glad to be with you today. And today we're going to be talking about what it means to, to find streams in your desert or, or discover or create, uh, create springs in your own desert, so to speak. And uh, here's a scripture I want to give you. The first one is, is, and I give a lot of scriptures because I believe that you can't go wrong when you quote the Word of God. Psalm 84 and 5, it says, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rains also cover, cover it with pools. And I think this is a wonderful, wonderful scripture to begin the year out with and, and to just begin uh, a new year. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited about a new year because it means new beginnings, right? But A.B. Simpson once said this, There are springs that flow in the low places of life, in the hard places, in the desert places, in the lone places, in the common places. And no matter what may be our situation, we can always find these upper springs. And this is an encouraging word if you're on a journey right now in, in your Christian walk and you feel like you're in a dry, arid desert, you don't feel God's presence, you feel like you read a scripture and it just bounces off your brain and doesn't do anything. But there are three kinds of springs in your desert that I, that I kind of categorize myself. But the, the first are the springs that choose you. In other words, you did nothing to choose these springs. You did nothing but live life and these springs came to you and if it were up to you, you wouldn't have chosen them, but sometimes life happens. And these springs show you, they're kind of like Baca, right? The Valley of Baca. Uh, and the, the Valley of Baca could be literal or metaphorical, according to theologians. They, they go back and forth with what it means, but I believe it's more metaphorical because it, it, it spoke of a place that uh, of deep sorrow where there's no water and it's just a valley and it's just dry and arid and there's no hope there. And either way, the psalmist speaks of the worshiper turning it into a place of flourishing springs. And this is why the scripture is so powerful, that when they go through this valley of Baca, this place that is dark and full of deep sorrow, they turn it around into something that gives life. So there are springs that chose you, and, and you, you had no choice to go through that valley, right, in life. You didn't choose the valley, right? But then there are springs that you choose, and I choose. And this is what I mean. What I mean by that is, there are seasons in my life and your life where we choose to remain angry or bitter at a situation. And another spring was called Mara, or the waters of Mara. And we find that uh, that was a spring of bitter water located in in one of the camps where when Israel came upon this this Mara in, in Exodus 15. And it, I'll read it to you. It says, when they came to Mara. They could not drink the water of Mara because it was bitter. That is why it was called Mara. And the people complained against Moses, saying, "What shall we drink?" So Mara is a is a spring of bitterness that, and, and in my definition here, we choose seasons in our life where we become bitter, where we don't want to forgive, where we decide I've had enough and I'm I'm tired. I'm not gonna you know put up with this anymore, and I'm just gonna uh, be angry at that person forever and just not release them. And the turning point is when you're in the desert and you experience 
brings you into a branching path. And this branching path, one road is, is utter hopelessness and bitterness, and the other road is forgiveness and it's hopefulness and it's saying, you know what, God, this was a bitter situation, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really work on, on just doing better and, and just being forgiven and, and letting you uh, work in my life and, and not holding that person uh, you know, in a bitter heart uh, because bitterness never, there's nothing ever, ever, any literature you read, whether it's secular or Christian, there's no literature that ever says that bitterness is a good idea or a good thing for you or that it feeds your spirit or that it makes you better. In fact, all literature across the board always says it's a bad thing. It's never good. And so the third spring that I want to talk about, and I'm going to give you some more scriptures here, but it's the spring that brings spiritual life. And that's when you choose the right path, right? Where, where yes, you're going through that valley of Baca, that negative, dark place. And instead of complaining about it, you create a spring in it of life. And the scriptures talks about many kinds of springs. There were the springs of the miraculous where Samson, the strong man, you know, uh, he, he, he had defeated the Philistines and he was thirsty and he found this spring. So by miracle, he found this spring of water and fed himself. There are springs of promotion. And that's a spring in Jerusalem where Solomon was anointed king. And that's kind of a spring of promotion where, where something shifts in your life and, 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 and you ascend in a sense because God made the way. There are springs of victory. Uh, Miram, a place where Joshua and, and the Israelites won a battle against Jabin and his alliance of northern Canaanite rulers. Uh, and there, there are the springs of God, and there are many, so many scriptures uh, about this, but here's one, Psalm 36.9, that says, For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. So, in a way, that's a spring, right? It's life that, in God's perspective, we, we receive life. There are springs of righteousness. Proverbs 10.11, The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. So hang around with righteous people, because they will feed you, they will, they will affirm you, they will make you feel alive. And, and uh, don't hang out with people that are, that are always, always uh, bent on bitterness because that kind of gets on you like a bad infection. Spending time with, life, with life-giving people in difficult seasons is the best thing you'll ever do. That they will, they will feed you spiritually, they will affirm you, they will encourage you. And this is a powerful ministry. Even your spouse can be a spring. Did you know that? According to Proverbs 5.18, it says, Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth, or it could be the husband of your youth. Uh, and, but think about it, that your spouse can be a spring to you, something that feeds you, something that gives you life. Then uh, uh, another great spring is the fear of Yahweh. The fear of God is a spring. Proverbs 14.27, The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life so that one may avoid the snares of death. In other words, to fear God, in other words, to, to revere God by serving Him, is a fountain of life. You can't go wrong by serving God. Jesus is a fountain and a spring. Revelation 7.17, For the Lamb at the center of the throne will, will be their shepherd, and He will guide them to springs of the water of life. What a beautiful thing that Jesus is a spring of life. And I want to give you one more spring that encourages me, maybe just the most out of all of these, only because 
there are springs that you have to go after and you have to travel to, in a sense, and find. But if you're a follower of Christ and you, and you follow God, there's a spring already inside you that needs to be tapped during dark times. Now, King David is my example. King David found the springs uh, when his family uh, was kidnapped and his, his, his whole world turns upside down. And his men were speaking of stoning him. That, that was culture in those days. We don't, you know, we, we don't like what you do. We're going to stone you. I mean, it's pretty rough. And so because they were upset because their families got kidnapped. So David found his own spring within his heart, within his, within his relationship with God, where it says in 1 Samuel 30 and 6, but David strengthened himself in the Lord, his God. And if that's not finding a spring, I don't know what is. In other words, he began, the scriptures say, to encourage himself in the Lord. And that's the King James Version. But literally, he tapped into the spring of living water that God put in there through Christ and said, I'm going to make it. We're going to make it because God is faithful, because God is good. And even though everything is bad, God is still good. Even though the economy is rough and, and the politics are killing us, you know, the arguments back and forth and people are just raging, God is still good and he's awesome and he's still going to provide. So I want you to find your spring in your darkness. Find your spring in your desert. So check out the podcast. We're on Facebook. We're on uh, YouTube. And please subscribe to our channel. We're trying to grow it and recommend it to a friend. And as we continue to do these, may God bless you. Until next time, take care. God bless.